Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, the fantastic Mr. Frump. What do you say, Bry Guy? Hey. It's Frump happy, Week. Happy, it is Frump Week. Happy Frump we Week. Get, yeah, happy Frump Week to you. This is uh, this is an episode that stands for a lot of discussion that I'm looking forward to. I'll say that much. I, th- I really think it is. And I don't think it's just me being tired, you know, like not getting enough sleep or something like that. Like... Mm-mm. I got a I got a chance to think about this, and I, I think there's a lot to talk about with uh, with the fantastic Mister Frump. Before we do that, I do want to uh, point out uh, for the uh, extremely astute listener. Now, right, Brian we, Leone, we're talking to right, now. right. We're talking to Brian <laughs> Leone. There, for whatever reason, Disney Plus, where we uh, watch these shows, mm-hmm. they have the they don't have these episodes in the order that they were aired. The last series they did, this one, for some reason, not exactly in the same order. So uh, so there's uh, something with Craven the Hunter that we're just skipping right past because we we both we both queued it up and we didn't realize until the day we were taping. We're like, hey, we didn't watch Craven. We watched Mr. Frump. And I said, well, Mr. Frump was number two in the list. So uh, anyway, we'll get to the Craven later on. Um, Yeah, we're going to go appears later in the queue in Disney Plus. We'll we'll do the Disney Plus order. We'll do. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. We'll do Disney order, uh, and and just call it a day there. Uh, and, and obviously, very few of these uh, require any sort of uh, sequence, right? Uh, so it, it's it's really not going to be a big deal. But on to the fantastic Mister Frump, Brian. Yes, Doctor Doom returns. Uh, well, or arrives, I should say. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta also check myself and not harken back to the previous series too much because we're we're gonna try to let this series stand on its own. Um, mm-hmm. We've we've seen Doom in other uh, in other series, but here he is arriving here, animated a little differently than we've seen him in the past. Did you notice that his his mouth moved? It wasn't like just like a right. like a like a, a solid metal a squawk box. He was like, right. yeah, he his his metal lips were were gyrating. I did notice that. And mm-hmm. but his voice sounded the same. And I, I don't know if you Pretty know if this much was the same, the same actor, yeah. but mm-hmm. it, it sounded very similar. Sounded right. Yeah. Especially when he said Boris. Yeah. <laughs> the return of Boris. <laughs> we were very happy about that. Yeah. Um and but no no pink fembots. No, not um, a one. What I I was missing mm-hmm. quite a bit of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh I don't know, very first episode of Doom. I don't know if it's like Spidey eighty one where we'll get kind of an arc with Doom. But ultimately, in the in the grand scheme of this episode, he he plays kind of an interesting role in the whole mm-hmm, big mm-hmm. battle. It's not really a Doctor Doom versus the Amazing Friends kind of episode. No, no, yeah, uh, it's a it's a little different. But it starts out where he has he has the majority of a ancient amulet that is going to mm-hmm. grant him basically unlimited power over the universe this is this amulet is the infinity gauntlet of spider-man and his amazing friends right it just it gives you everything it just, anything you need any, it's yours anything at will is, is yeah right. you have it yep literally um, say it and it's yours yeah he's on uh, uh sort of uh, the the tail end of this quest to obtain uh this thing and uh and, and get that unlimited power uh as the episode opens what one thing that i noticed right away and it was it it didn't slow down at all uh right. but there was like there was that first scene with dr doom and he's like okay we're, i have to he has to do this incantation and he draws mm-hmm. like a you mentioned a he pentagram. draws a pentagram on the roof of this <laughs> building um, for lack of a better word yeah 
and they cut quickly to Peter is running out of Aunt May's house to get to a uh, was it a football game, a basketball, some some sport ball game. game. He he, yeah. he needs to meet the other uh, uh, the other super friends at and mm-hmm. um, or spider friends as it were and. That scene really didn't. That was inconsequential. We didn't. We don't care that Peter was running late to that. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. even no, a little nope. bit. Um, nope. But they but they quickly cut back to Doom, and uh, before too long, they cut back to them leaving the game. And it's just I noticed like lots of very short scenes and really rapid action throughout this whole thing. Like there was not there was not like a moment's pause in this. Right. Right. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. You very much so. That. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and and I caught myself not really writing any notes because I didn't want to look away. And mm-hmm. this was a I don't do this very often, and and not because I'm great at multitasking, mm-hmm. just because I don't <laughs> you know I don't really pay too much attention like 100 percent on the show. But I was gonna say normally I just let the show run and I take my notes. Mm-hmm. I think every time I took notes on this one, I pause it because I was I would write down a word or two and I would miss stuff because yeah stuff yeah. was coming at it me, was coming you know, really uh, really fast yeah. mm-hmm. right no right. I agree and I. I kind of uh, missed taking the, the the all the time coding notes that I usually do uh, for mm-hmm. that same reason because um, yeah. it's just yeah it was going in a hurry they didn't other episodes they tend toward uh, you know doing a little bit of exposition you know talking about what the plans are how we're gonna foil the plans solving problems you know et cetera et cetera yeah there this was there there was no uh, no waiting on aisle frump in this one. He- even the way that this, the Amazing Friends found Doom was based on speed. They were racing. Yes, they each were other. racing. They were <laughs> racing to get home from the from the basketball game. And they literally stumbled upon Doctor Doom. And I and I wrote my notes. What a what a happy coincidence. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Good thing they were racing each other. <laughs> Worked yeah. out really well. <laughs> it really did. It really did. The other thing that happens before they start their race, right, is they run into the titular character of this episode, the aforementioned Mr. Frump, Mr. Frump, mm-hmm. who gets, he gets fired from, did he, what did it have? Did he have a job? Is, was that a job he was having or was it? Yeah. He some had? sort of, some sort of security at the, at the arena, the basketball game was at, right? Wasn't Is it? Is that what it was? It security was, or custodial? <laughs> I couldn't tell. It was, I don't know <laughs> if I'd a want, fine line. I don't know if I'd want to put Mr. Frump in, in charge of right. any, any kind of security. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, but but like what a what a uh, sad sack downtrodden individual, uh, Mr. Yeah, Frump. Really down on his luck. He gets to, he gets kicked out, and and Peter is the one who first notices him, and he's like, "Hey, you used to do like odd jobs for Aunt May or something like that." Yep, paraphrasing right, right. obviously. That's where that's where hey, I recognize you from, and he's like, and Mr. Frump is like, "Oh yeah, I remember May Parker. Uh, boy, she's really nice, and uh, I just lost my job and." And the spider friends are like, you'll you'll be okay, Mr. Frump. Things are going to turn around for you soon. And then they're like, okay, bye. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Too bad there's nothing we can do to help. So, but he, we, we follow the Frump for a couple of minutes, right? And he has a run-in with some uh, neighborhood hoodlums who kind of taunt him. And Mr. So Frump, forth. Mr. Frump smells like he lives in a garbage dump. Oh, is what they say. That, yes, yes. And that's just mean. It is. It is. <laughs> it rhymes, but it's still mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for a, a seven, eight-year-old kid, that's that's something you would never be allowed to say to a grown-up 
especially in the early 80s or and right. earlier i assume yeah right and yeah. that's probably the biggest insult you could say to someone when you're mm -hmm. seven or eight like you smell like you live in a garbage dump there mm -hmm. you're going way below the belt there yeah absolutely the thing that happens here is spider-man runs into dr doom the Spider friends uh, join him relatively soon, but Doom is on the verge of completing his amulet incantation, mm -hmm. and and Spidey knocks the thing out of his hand. It goes off the roof, and uh, there, there's there's a big uh, issue with that. Mm -hmm. uh, Frump is the one who picks up the amulet, and he is imbued with the power yeah. therein, mm -hmm. and that's kind of the, that's really what sets this whole uh, train car moving, right? Right, right. Frump now realizes that anything that I want, I can get, and he his his demands and his wishes get more and more, you know, ridiculous and mm -hmm. ultimately mm -hmm. tragic. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's really. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think you can kind of even if you've not watched an episode of the show, if this mm -hmm. is the first time you're listening to this podcast, you might even be able to deduce what happens because mm -hmm. it's a common morality tale of a. Be careful what you wish for or, mm -hmm. you know, don't get greedy. And there's always like a like even Aladdin, you know, there's always mm -hmm. you wish for something and we're going to be literal about it. You know, yeah, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to wish for all the money in the world. Well, now everyone else is poor or now literally coins are falling from the sky and cutting you. Like, right, right, <laughs> right. Like that. That's kind of what happens here is, mm -hmm. you know, the, the moral of the story is don't get greedy and, and sure. try not to only wish for yourself. But it takes Frump a while to come to that realization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes him a while, too, to even realize what's going on. I believe he started, mm -hmm. didn't he start with, oh, there was a help wanted sign in like uh, in a shop. And he goes in and the guy's like, uh, you know, I don't have a job for you. Get out of here. Well, you got a sign in the window. And Frump says he says something to him. Go jump. Go jump in the lake. Is that what he says? No, that was he said that to one of the to the kids oh, and the kids okay. ran off and they jumped into the lake and they jumped in the lake. Yeah, he he's he told him to, I don't know, uh, buzz off or bug off or something like that. And he turned into the guy turned into a yes. giant insect. Right. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's not that's normal. yeah, that's <laughs> that is a this strange is a occurrence. Normal, mm -hmm. This is not normal for a Wednesday in my life as Mr. Frump. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then this, I think, is where the kids uh, start harassing him. Yeah. And he tells them, tells two of them to go jump in a lake and says and something else to the other one. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. But they they literally go and run to jump in a lake. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and and this is kind of where he realizes, hey, wait a second. Something mm -hmm. is afoot here. Mm -hmm. Right. Has anything have I acquired any new piece of of material or has anything in my life changed because mm -hmm. everything has changed. Right, right. What's different now, right? Yeah. And, and while this is going on, we're cutting back and forth periodically to uh, Spider-Friends fighting Doctor Doom. Mm -hmm. The fight was kind of interesting because uh, we did get to see, like, each one of them sort of take a crack at Doom. Doctor Doom was prepared for all eventualities, right? He had yeah. he had the self-heating and self-cooling modes on his suit, so both Firestar and Iceman couldn't do anything with couldn't him. Couldn't do much, right. Uh, and, and, and I did like that he still seemed like a worthy adversary, even though he didn't have the amulet. I feel like in Spidey 81, mm -hmm. and I made this a note, that they would have not as had been as clever with the writing. They would have been like, he has the amulets or he doesn't have the amulets. So now he can't do anything. Mm. I don't know. Am, am I giving, am I being too harsh on our 81 show or do you think? No, no, I think they, I, I think the way that they portrayed doom in that series 
was uh, maybe a little bit more diabolical than this one. But again, in this episode, there just there was so little development of what was going on with the with the actual superpowered folk uh, that that are in it, right? Like, yeah, they're really the supporting cast. <laughs> they really are. Like, Mr. This is this is a Mr. Frump episode. It's it's yeah. kind of he drives everything that happens after that. Right. Once that amulet hits the ground, it's it's Frump's it's story. Frump centric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess in that respect, I I the comparison I would make is in Spidey eighty one Doom just he always had more plans cooking, whereas here he's basically just playing defense. He does get the idea uh, wisely to try to get close to Mr. Frump. Mr. Frump, at one point, he he's wondering how this happened, how he how he got all this power. Mm-hmm. This is after he has uh, wished for things like a gilded coach drawn by six horses with mm-hmm. the neighborhood hoodlums as his footmen. Yep. Uh, and he also uh, wishes for a lifelong companion, uh, a cat, Brian. I know. <laughs> who he I decides know. to name. Mabel. Mabel the cat. <laughs> and he takes a very dramatic pause when mm-hmm. he said it. And mm-hmm. and I watched this episode with a wife. For some reason, Jeanette is always available to watch an episode when a cat is involved yeah. of our, of, yeah. on our on our uh, journey here, Jason. But yeah. um, she was she was like, why did he take a pause? I thought it was going to be something really significant. Like, I'm going to name you May. Or I'm uh-huh, going to name uh-huh. you Peter Parker, or you know something right. like significant. He goes, I'm going to name you Mabel. <laughs> Mabel. <laughs> and and you 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 thought about this more than I did, so I'm curious to uh-huh. hear your thoughts. But did part of you feel a little pang of like sadness for Mister Frump that he asked for a lifelong companion and he gets a cat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a human being. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It and, was and because I hate to break it to him. Mm-hmm. Cats are not lifelong companions. No, no. I mean, they, it's a, a lot of cats live a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're probably mm-hmm. looking you're probably looking at a you know fifteen to twenty year commitment there. Yeah, um, right. Particularly if you've got po- limitless powers over time and space, you would think you could do something better than a cat. I don't know. Right, you're yeah. you're still getting a companion. You have to clean up the the fecal matter of. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Kid, although, unless although this cat I guess is in, trained. In Frump's case, what he would say, and I loved, I loved the way that he made his requests because, if Mister Frump was cleaning out Mabel's litter box, what he would say is, <laughs> "Litter be gone." <laughs> Right, right. Cat, or, cat, use the toilet. <laughs> cat food appear. <laughs> right, right. Very, very like Sultan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never like I wish this litter would clean up itself. It's like you said, right? It's much more. It, it, yeah, exactly. Ceremonial. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a yeah. There's a real thousand and one Arabian Nights about all those requests. <laughs> Oh, but I'm picturing. Wishes, Mr. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. having a mental image of Mr. Frump in his basement with a scooper <laughs> and a plastic bag, <laughs> saying "Litter be gone," <laughs> and he he doesn't realize that till like having the cat for like a good year, and then right. he's like, "Wait a minute!" Right. <laughs> oh, why did I think of this earlier? Or Mr. Frump. Right, right. Oh gosh. Yeah, but so Mr. Frump at one point is wondering after he after he conjures the cat. He's wondering how how all of this is possible. He's also oh, he he's also like made the the rain stop and the sun come out and 
turned all the buildings like pastel colors and polka dots and stripes and stuff like that. He's got a very yeah. he's got a very sort of childlike um, yeah, innocence innocence yeah. about him. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. yeah, very much, uh, uh, I think, meant to appeal to the children in that respect. And yeah. And this mm-hmm. is where I made a note where I was like, you know, not for nothing, but what he's asking for here you know pretty harmless relatively let, innocuous let, stuff let, yeah let, let the guy have a good day mm-hmm. you know he, mm-hmm. he's making all the all the sky and and the buildings around him you know pretty um mm-hmm. spider-man kind of comments at least it wasn't polka dots even if it had been polka dots no harm done yeah you know yeah. Let, let the man be but we know mm-hmm. we're only 10 minutes into a 24 minute episode jason things get wonky he he at this point wishes to know how he got this power yes and he and he ends up conjuring Doctor Doom, and mm-hmm. Doom explains that it was him who gave him the power. You know, so he's telling a little fib there. Uh, but he gets into Frump's good graces and uh, is is trying to give him some guidance and and right. uh, get basically get Mister Frump, who now has this uh, all encompassing power, to take care of the spider friends for him, so that I assume so Doom can steal the amulet and and get the power for himself. Get the power back. Yes. Does that and does that track in, in your mind as you think back to watching this episode? Like Frump needs to continue possessing it in, in order to hang on to that power because it. I, I don't know. There was that. There was like the. There was like the lightning strike or whatever that happened, and I, I didn't. It was unclear to me like if it was striking the person who had the amulet or just the amulet itself. Because to mm, jump way ahead. I to jump way ahead to the very end of this, because like you said, we basically know how it happens. Newsflash, Dr. Doom loses, Spider-Friends win. Um, yeah, whoa, spoilers, Jason. But at the end, they, the the amulet gets flung into the, like, into the sky. Nobody has it. Like, Doom right. almost had it back. Right. Nobody had it when they were, like, reversing, doing the, the, the reversey of the spell. <laughs> and Doom is like, ah, now all that power is just gone. Right, right. So I think it's all so in the I amulet. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's all in the amulet. Okay. But I th- yeah. I think Doom could do more things with it because he's a, you know, a supervillain. Obviously. Whereas a, mm-hmm. an everyday man like Frump, I don't know. I'd like to see more on the amulet and what it can and can't do, but I sure. just assumed with the amulet comes great responsibility. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. power you get with it. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But the, yeah, the, you're right, though. The lightning strike didn't really understand how that played into it. If that just kind of like amplified the power or mm-hmm. if it like mm-hmm. triggered the power. Yeah. So you'd have yeah. to have the amulet and hope that it's, you know, a thunderstorm <laughs> mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if it was, well, it, I mean, doom did the doom did all the, all the, with the, with the yeah. pentagram and everything like that. I mean, he, he created the storm. So maybe he had started yeah. that process and mm-hmm. Frump fell upon it, but someone yeah. like Frump, if he just found the amulet on the ground, he wouldn't know what to do with it or be able to do anything with it. Right. He didn't, right. He didn't, he didn't power it up, as it were. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we get to Doom is like, okay, Mr. Frump, I need you to take care of the uh, spider friends for me. Turns spider friends to stone. I forget why he, he unstones them. Oh, yeah, he takes away their powers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Iceman is still ice, by the way. Um, I had a right. lot of problems with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Don't know if... I, okay, I agree. okay. There, because... there, there are issues there. Mm-hmm. Because the the person I watched this with said, well, he can't do anything with his ice and that's his power. But I was like, no, but in order to become ice, he has to have a power of it because right. Spider-Man can no longer shoot webs. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He is, and he doesn't even have the webs anymore. Like it, right, it really, right. it it didn't track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, yeah, I'm glad out of we the, agree. Out of those two, out of those two things, Iceman remaining ice or Spider Man not being able to thwip webs, the webbing should have continued to happen because it's just a mechanical device. It's a mechanical, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he might even be able to still thwip. He just wouldn't be able to like grab onto it and swing from building to building. Sure, it sure. Would just be he like would not if, be if you and I had a. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would yeah. like if you and I had a thwipper, it would just mm-hmm. it'd be like silly string. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No. There. There's. There's an issue there. Okay. Um, yeah. So he takes away their powers. Um, is this the point? This is too early for him to conjure up May Parker. Right. That. That comes a little bit later. That's towards the end. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. That is toward the end. And I'm. I'm trying to remember exactly where how we get from uh, Spider Friends uh, lose powers to. Okay, we're fighting Genghis Khan and a Cyclops in the Roman Colosseum. In between, they go to like a mansion. He builds himself a big mansion, and mm. that's when he conjures Aunt May. He's like, I, yeah, I, yeah, right, right. He, okay. he, he trades up. Well, I think he keeps Mabel, but he also still has May because then he asks for all the money in the world, and that's when Doom is like, ah, the coins are chipping my chrome dome. <laughs> You remember that? Yes, yes, I do. And he said, <laughs> and, then, and he asks for a car. He's like, uh, "Give me a really big car, the biggest car, the biggest TV." Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, yep. gigantic then, TV. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then eventually, somehow, it segues into basically uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones, right? <laughs> or, or uh, any Clash of the Titans movie you can think of, mm-hmm. where it's just mm-hmm. a, a a big fight. I, I even wrote in my notes, "Release the Kraken," because it <laughs> felt like that was coming any second. But I don't, re- I don't remember how they got from the mansion to the Roman Colosseum. Do you? I I don't recall specifically. I okay. I think, yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly how it was. But I do know that at this point, Mister Frump had his doubts about. The Spider Friends, and I think, and Doctor Doom, and everybody. Uh, he was, he just, he didn't know who to. He was starting to not know who to trust. He he trusted May Parker, I know, but that was about it. Yeah. Uh, at that point, um, uh, but Doom does convince him. Uh, we'll give the Spider Friends their powers back. Make them fight some random monsters and stuff like that, and 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 we can watch. And, and <laughs> to me, it was funny because it was almost like. Doom was just shooting from the hip, but coming up with the weirdest stuff he could think of to get him to right. get him to conjure up. Ooh, how about a Cyclops? Ooh, right. how about an alien? And it's like I, I put in my notes, it was like the, the little shop of horrors on, you know, steroids. It was this gigantic plant too. monster. Yeah. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and you're right. It was literally, it felt like everything but the kitchen sink. Like what mm-hmm. else? And is he, at this point, is he messing more with Mr. Frump? Or the spider friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Because they're both in over their head, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and I think at this point they still don't have their powers, right? The spider no, he gave them back still... their powers. He gave them back he their did. powers to okay. fight against the stuff in the Colosseum. Yeah, the Kraken and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the... it, it really was bizarre. These last mm-hmm. seven minutes of this episode, mm-hmm. while very good, was mm-hmm. very strange. I mean. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like arsenic and Aunt May strange. It was right. uh, just a kind of, hmm, this took a strange turn kind yeah. of strange. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like I said, and what, like I said at the at the uh, jump here, the whole thing was extremely fast. Like, yes. like there, there's no pause. It's just <laughs> as, as quickly as we're kind of remembering it, 
it went much faster than that. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know, it, yeah, exactly. Uh, We're spending more time talking about it than it would probably take to to watch all this stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But I the toward the end of the fight in the Coliseum, Aunt May is basically telling off uh, Mr. Frump. She gets she gets scooped up by uh, by the alien plant monster. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Frump decides, oh, I'm going to be a superhero. And he, he dons a outfit that is uh, disturbingly similar to uh, certain... Stars. No, no, I was going to say a certain uh, Kryptonian oh. uh, alien from another comic universe, just in, in in different colors. I mean, he had a, he had a, he had a cape and tights. You know, I mean, it yeah, was exactly. and boots, right? Yeah, but but yeah. The, the color scheme was identical to Firestar's. That's what I noticed. Yes, you're right. The yellow, right. the yellow and red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, which is funny to me because I, I'm picturing inside Mr. Frump's mind being like, "Well, I, obviously, I don't want to be the ice guy. <laughs> I like Spider-Man, but I really like Firestar. I like, I like that that color would really. I'm more of a spring. <laughs> that would really work with my with my skin tone. <laughs> like oh, of all of the things in the wide palette, whole wide world of superheroes, he picks the 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 most adjacent female superhero <laughs> to him. <laughs> Oh God! But at this point, he so he saves Aunt May, and she she really lets him have it at this point, where she's like, "You're yeah. you're a terrible person. I don't want to be associated with you." That really that really knocks him knocks him down, yeah. right? I mean, that's sort yeah. of the the last straw for Mister Frump. I mean, he's the one person he really really respected and trusted, and mm-hmm. and was mm-hmm. kind to him in this whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Now this is the point where. Spider friends realize they're going to have to cooperate with Doom in order to reverse this whole process because they they've kind of decided as a, uh, a super powered foursome this has to stop. Um, right, we got we got out of control now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's now it's a big problem. And they and that's when they get back to the uh, top of the building and they kind of uh, they kind of fool Mister Frump into going with them there because they have to get the amulet away from him and mm-hmm. recreate the conditions of the storm. And they, I, I think if I remember correctly, do you, do you recall exactly how this goes? Is it like, does doom say he's going to give him more power or, or something like that? Is that how they, he, he gets him to bring the storm back and stuff like that? Yeah. It's, is this a scene where they're on the roof and the, the, the amazing friends have their, their fingers crossed because they're pretending that they're in on it with doom or was that earlier that was a little earlier i think was it okay yeah, then yeah. i don't recall how he all does that again it's so fast-paced mm-hmm. things are things are moving a mile a minute here yeah yeah <laughs> but ultimately he does i mean they they do like recreate this storm then the amulet gets taken back from frump and doom is on the verge of getting it as uh, as it's going to be sort of, you know, re-upped uh, with this cosmic power. Mm-hmm. Spider friends manage to uh, get it away from them. Uh, I think I think Firestar, like, throws it up into the air or something like that, or she flies it up there and just lets it loose. Something like that mm-hmm. happens. And that's when Doom is like, I'll come up with another plan. Right, right. Oh, it's off. gone forever. Right. And uh, and Mr. Frump, all of his wishes are undone. The 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 city goes back to normal. He loses his uh, fancy uh, clothes. The horse and carriage uh, disappear. The cat sticks around, doesn't it? Doesn't Mabel it? does stick around. Mabel Mabel, Mabel is it. still there. Right. But the but he's just kind of left back to his own devices as if nothing really happened. Yeah, and 
do you think he learned a lesson? Is do you think the moral of the story was lost on him, or or do you think he got it? I I don't know. I don't know. I you know honestly, I don't know if that is the moral of the story. Is the moral of the story that you shouldn't that you shouldn't wish for things? Is that, that you should or that yeah you, that that you should be charitable if you if you yeah. have that was my takeaway. Like okay. if you have unlimited wishes you should say i want all wars to end i want uh-huh. all hunger and poverty to end i want yeah. all of the children of the world to hold hands and sing kumbaya you know whatever yeah. would yeah. be spirit of harmony and be, peace yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know what what do you think the moral of the story is i don't know i i mean i think i think it is to me it's a little bit of an indictment of the super powered folk taking the taking the little people for granted because then the tables are turned they're in really bad shape when someone else someone else who ordinarily they wouldn't have to pay attention to um is a force to be reckoned with yeah they they end up in in trouble to the extent that they have to team up with dr doom and um and i i don't think that they learn a lesson I, I think there's a lesson there for them, but I don't think that they learn it because at the end, everything goes back to the way it was, you know? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. to the point, like you said, where Mr. Frump is almost exactly where he was when this episode started. He just mm-hmm. has a cat to take care of now. Right. Still, does, still doesn't have a job, <laughs> mm-hmm. so probably it was going to be tough feeding himself, much less a cat yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, So he's actually in worse, case, worse mm-hmm. shape than he was when this episode started in that sense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you're right, though, because basically when he goes back to being where he is now, Mr. Frump, mm-hmm. they, they just kind of forget about him, right? Like everybody yeah. else involved, Aunt May has, you know, turned her back on him and mm-hmm. the other ones, Dr. Doom is gone. Spider-Man and his amazing friends just kind of go, okay. Well, yep. Yep. Take it, take it sleazy, Mr. Frump. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, and you know, obviously I had, so I, I, I'm going to just dive into my diatribe here a little bit, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Jason sent me a no less than 300-page document about the... the <laughs> I have it open right here, and this it's is... It's not 300 pages. I, all, I only wrote 650 words on Mr. Frump, which <laughs> is kind of a lot of words for a half-hour cartoon show. It's good, though. Everything you write, I agree with, but you go ahead. <laughs> so the thing is, I... I will be the one to say first that out of every animated spider thing we've watched so far, Mr. Frump is absolutely the most realistic character we've seen. Uh, and I love I love that about him because I, I think he's a an extremely relatable person, especially when you're watching this as an adult, Brian. Okay. Um, you, uh, you know, this is a, this is a guy who has had uh, nothing but hard luck. Uh, all his life, he's forgotten by people who knew him. The 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 spider friends, you know, run into him and they're like, uh, "Things are bad for you, but you know, whatever. I, I'm sure they'll get better at some point. I'm not really right. going to worry about it." You know, right. I, and, not our problem. <laughs> right. And and that's I'm certain that's how everybody has treated Mr. Frump. Uh, mm-hmm. Low his many years, and he, he's an old guy. I mean, he's he's yeah. an old man, right? Mm-hmm. So he's he's never had an easy go of it. All of a right. sudden, all of a sudden, he runs into uh, this object that gives him everything he could ever want. He doesn't even know how to handle that, you know. Like right. he's he's got that's that's why he makes all these uh, these seemingly frivolous and just spontaneous, uh, yeah, yeah uh, and and sort of just self 
serving uh, absurd wishes, right? Like, oh, yeah. I want to, I'm going to turn the buildings pink, or you know, and I'm going right. to ride around a in a mansion. horse-drawn right. carriage. You know, like the, these right. are, right. The, and the, because a guy like Mister Frump is never going to think of world peace. You know, it's like he's right. he's th- he's been thinking of what his me- next meal ticket is probably right. all the all the way through. So to me, that was that just like I said, just extremely realistic, very relatable. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt for the guy through the through this whole episode. It was just it, I thought he I thought he was a fantastic character, and I'm I, I'm sure that they did it by accident. I don't. <laughs> I, so you might be giving it more credit, but I that's don't fine. think I don't think that they meant for you know Mr. Frump to sort of be representative of the everyman and the entire human race and every he's and not, everyone. He's not, a, he's not an allegory, right? He, he's not. But but you can read him that way, and I think it's I think it makes the episode just phenomenal. Uh, personally, I, I think what you said about him basically being very naive and representing kids, I think mm-hmm. that was an aha moment for me when I mm-hmm. when you wrote that because I was thinking that's true as a six seven year old kid watching the show. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of things you would wish for. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, you and I as as adults, or at least, you know, adults 90% of the time, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. would probably wish for more practical things or more altruistic charitable things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I hope I would come to that conclusion. Yeah. But a kid would be like, yeah, I want a horse-drawn carriage. I want a million dollars. I want to become a superhero. You know what I mm-hmm, mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of drew the conclusion that there might be a morality tale within here. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but yeah, man, yeah. if it doesn't have a moral of the story, um, that's it. <laughs> I don't want to say dark, but it's a little bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit more cynical than than I guess a kid could probably handle, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, that's you know, that's probably just the cynical old adult in me uh, watching that's this kids show. Um, right, right. Your adulthood kicked in there because you're because your reading of it totally makes sense as well. I mean, for yeah, you're right. For a kid watching this, it is a good morality tale because yeah, he he wishes for all this ridiculous stuff and the one person who he trusted and liked aunt may parker she turns on him at the end and doesn't want anything to do with him anymore after uh after he's shown her all the amazing things he can do she's like you know what i don't like you anymore none of this stuff that you're doing is good so just send me back home leave me alone yeah uh she was in the middle of making cookies too and, you know, get, yeah. her, get her back to that. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that that's an interesting take there, too, because she turns his back on him because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, you know, not justified. I think that that just kind of proves that you can have all of the power, all of the wealth. But if you're not using it for good, that you're kind of missing the point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. If you're not going to be good to other people, then nobody is, is going to be obligated or feel motivated to be a companion to you except for maybe a cat <laughs> yeah yeah indeed cats don't care <laughs> that's cats, there's the moral <laughs> moral is cats don't care they just want food yeah exactly mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. but yeah the, your notes were i hope you can put them on the blog or the or the website yeah, or something yeah because i think very um very insightful both you and i had watched this show before this podcast I, when we first got disney right. plus before we even knew this would happen, I, I was watching Amazing Friends mm-hmm. from the beginning. I got really far into it. I watched the first two episodes. 
Um, <laughs> but you, you really wrote notes as someone who's who's had some time to think about this, and in, and in your two viewings or more, uh-huh. really, uh, I think you're onto something there. I think it would be very interesting to. I think here's what I think, Jason. You need to write a book on this episode. On <laughs> this episode, just yeah, this episode. Yeah. I well, and I mentioned to my wife before I came downstairs. I said, uh, I think I think Brian might have uh you know i might have uh i might have intimidated him a little bit with the possibility that i could write a dissertation about mr frump um, no i was and, and I she was all yeah it. she laughed at me um because <laughs> you should laugh at something like that it's it's a little bit nuts but i just yeah just so you know jason i've mm-hmm. known you for gosh 20, 20 years. Some years yeah yeah mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do anymore that could intimidate me <laughs> Just That's take fair. that off the table. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, <laughs> and I'm sure God. it works both ways. Uh huh. No, it, it's it's true. It's true. But yeah. So you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I really like this uh, character. I think he. I, I think you can watch this and get an extremely complex reading of Mister Frump if you want to go there. If you if you come to this show in this and and each episode of this series hoping for uh you know an exciting compelling uh story about the title characters the the amazing friends and spider-man mm-hmm. this is not the episode for you because they I are agree. they are really barely in it i mean yeah exactly it, it is it is a show about mr frump for me that worked really well it's but, interesting because yeah. i feel like if you know mm-hmm. a spidey 81 uh, episode had done this. They wouldn't have done it as well, first of all. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we had episodes where Spider-Man felt like he was barely in it, and it it was those were always episodes that were swinging and a miss. Yeah, if I yeah. remember correctly. So mm-hmm. it is interesting that this. I mean, because I really enjoyed this episode a lot too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting how it still really works. It's one of those mm-hmm. things where it shouldn't work. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. But it does. It, it it did, and it really. Mm-hmm. I guess that that's a nice surprise. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I I'm going to give this amazing marks, Brian. I, like I said, I after I thought about it and I came to all these conclusions, I'm giving this four and a half out of five radioactive spiders. Wow. This is this is a phenomenal episode. That's what I'm going to so say. This is not only the best episode of Amazing Friends so far. We've only done two, right? But of our entire podcast, this I think this gets the yeah, highest I marks. So. I did. I I forget if I gave the, that one Kingpin, Kingpin episode one. a four and a half. Right. I might have, but yeah, the yeah, this this ties for the top spot for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So so because I'm a Spider-Man purist and and I I go into a Saturday morning cartoon kind of wanting to see Spider-Man beat up baddies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a simple man with simple taste. Again, why why I'll never intimidate you. <laughs> <laughs> I I gave it three and a half uh-huh. radioactive spiders, but I really I really did enjoy it. Three and a half it. is and solid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, um, two for two. For this amazing friends uh, series, as at, at least against Spidey eighty one, I'm I'm enjoying this by an even wider margin now. So yeah. I hope that trend continues. Absolutely, absolutely, that's what I'm looking for. And uh, I'm not even going to worry about previewing what the next episode is. You you faithful listener will just hear what it is when we when we do it. Because mm-hmm. or know, just if I'm not sure what order they're they're in, so just. <laughs> So don't worry about it. Just do what we do. Go to go to Disney Plus and just continue watching, and, just and you'll be set. Watch next episode. Yeah, you're all yeah. you're all good to go. But yes, thank you for indulging my oh, my, uh, my my frumpian uh, uh, antics. I look forward to doing it again next week, my friend. 
I'm looking forward to it as well. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook. You can reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend. Shouldn't have to explain this to you. Right. Is this really a conversation we're having right now? You don't know the difference between an amulet and an omelet? How did you get dressed this morning? <laughs> like this. Yeah, yep, I just iced myself. <laughs> I just iced myself. I couldn't find my underwear. <laughs>